and welcome to another episode of the Menswear Style Podcast. I'm your host, Pete Brooker, and on this episode, I'm going to talk to the founder of Sway London, Mark Winter. Sway London, they are a luxury lifestyle streetwear brand focusing on collections for both men and women. They use premium fabrics and sustainable cotton featuring the Sway London logo used prominently throughout the collections. Embedded into the Sway London brand is the Phoenix design, creating a recognizable symbol and iconic looks to both menswear and womenswear ranges. And you can find out more about the brand through the website www.com sway.london and here is mark winter to tell the story of how it all began well sway london is uh it's a story of a brand that was is kind of created from the i suppose from the pandemic um although we're not going to go with the words pandemic we're going to go with uh, lockdown so because <laughs> pandemic doesn't always sound that nice it reminds people of a lot of bad things but um yeah so during the first lockdown first couple of weeks into it, i was very much around um, taking apart certain events I was doing with clients and stuff like that. And I found myself sitting there thinking, well, do I sit around and do nothing or do I, or do I do something or do I just sit and watch Netflix? Um, I decided to pursue something I've always had a big passion for, which is fashion. Uh, I've always found myself, I've always followed it. I've always had a, a keen eye for it in my, in my, my own sense. Um, and I thought, you know what, it's something I've always wanted to do. And now I found myself with uh, time to do that. Um, so that, that was kind of how it started with this. So I sat down and decided, what, what do I do? Draw a bit of a roadmap of how I'll see the brand, what kind of styles I want to do, pen to paper, that sort of thing. Uh, and then, then the brand was born from there, really. I mean, the name and, and the designs come a little bit later. It was just making sure that what that map looked like, what sort of styles I was looking to do. And I wanted to model around the kind of the streetwear brand style, which is obviously what, what I, I tend to wear myself. And is your background in designing at all? I mean, you said that you do the designs yourself. I mean, and this is drawing as well. So tell us a little bit about that, please. My background isn't in design at all. I mean, I did a little bit of design back in college and stuff, but no, my background is was more sort of marketing um, partnerships. Uh, I did a lot of consulting for, for various other sports brands and clubs, uh, but never in design. Design was always something I just did for fun. Right. Um, I, I would just pick up a pen and just randomly draw. Um, but some, something like this was, like I said, I sat down and thought, you know what, I'm just going to give it a go and see what can, comes out of me. Um, and I, was, I, I, I suppose I surprised myself a little bit of what came out. So. Well, listen, the, the brand looks great. The designs look really cool, really lots of bold kind of eagle fronts. I mean, how would you describe it for people that haven't seen it yet? Well, it's a phoenix, for starters. <laughs> the idea behind the, <laughs> like I say, the, we can the edit idea, the podcast. <laughs> the, the idea behind the Phoenix was we wanted to. I wanted to create something that was unique, something that was different. Um, there are obviously a lot of animals out there and stuff like that. But the idea behind the Phoenix was it's a mythical creature born of its own ashes. And I saw this brand as a brand that could be born of the pandemic, the ashes of the pandemic. So I saw a bit of a backstory there. Um, for me, a brand is a, it's a, it could be a great brand if it has that kind of story that goes with it. Someone that just puts pen to paper, just draws something with no story behind it, feels I always feel like there's something missing. So that that was kind of where that came from. But uh, so the idea of that came first before I even had a name. And so, what are the early steps that you take when you get the designs? Is it the websites? I mean, how? What are the kind of stepping stones you take when you really get a brand of this like this off the ground? 
Well, I mean, we, we, we started, obviously, like I said, the, the Phoenix came first. It was kind of an idea of I wanted to, I never wanted the Phoenix to be the, the logo. The Phoenix was always the design. I wanted a design that was versatile, something that we could use different colorways, uh, different ways that whether we multiply it, put it large, put it small, various areas, duplicate it across the garments and so on. But the logo itself was a process. <laughs> we, we we went through lists of different words, different names, trying to find something that fits well. Uh, I always wanted to have London in the name. I mean, I'm a South London, Southwest London boy myself, um, originally from Putney. Um, so I wanted to incorporate London in there to make sure that everyone knew it was a London brand. Um, and then Sway, Sway was born. So Sway was one of, on the short list of maybe one of, of five. Um, I won't go down the other ones because... <laughs> <laughs> some of them were a bit kind of when I look back now that it wouldn't have worked and then beyond that it was just a matter of looking into it making sure doing our research due diligence on the on the brand on the name mm-hmm. making sure we could use it for starters and then of course the the trademark inside of it also and what are the obstacles you faced most when you start a brand in a pandemic what are the ones that kind of surprised you in terms of crikey I didn't expect to have to do this um, I suppose not so much like, oh, I didn't have to do this. I suppose the, the top the things, we've, the challenges we've had have been around production, um, obviously the shipping side of things at the moment with with, with, uh, with the pandemic and Brexit. Yeah. Uh, the two coming at the same time, that has been a bit of a headache at times. Uh, but finding the right people to work with. I mean, coming from the industries I've worked in before, it's all about work, making sure the team that's around you is the, is the perfect team. You you can you've got that kind of connection between you all that everyone knows their roles and there's no I don't know going backwards forwards everyone literally no um, I suppose what's the word uh, micromanaging yeah. there's no micromanaging there uh, so but yeah th- those were the those were the small challenges but again I didn't really see it as small challenges I mean I've worked with all sorts of brands that are giving me headaches beyond belief. Right. So this was a real nice challenge to have. And did you have an idea before you started of where the clothes were going to be made in, in terms of the, the mills or the factories, et cetera? Well, working, working around sort of various brands I had before, uh, I had ideas of who I could speak with. And one of the first people I brought in was someone that actually runs uh, his own manufacturing side of things, own production houses. He has access to factories across the world. Right. Um, so that, believe it or not, most people might find hard. That was arguably one of the easiest parts. Right. Um, I've known him for a long time. There's a lot of trust there, a lot of synergy, a lot of connection. So we we get on very well. Uh, so I found that I found that quite easy. I think when people start up brands, the biggest difficulty they have is not a deep enough rolodex. Like they might just go, "Well, I know how to design a website, but yeah, I don't know a designer." What was it, what were the other things that you kind of thought, "Crikey, this is we're going to have to do a lot of research to get this going." Again, I've been quite lucky in my career the last 10 years. I've worked as a consultant for, I know when you say consultant, it's quite broad, but I've mostly consulted within the sports industry. Uh, so I've worked with both brands that are sports brands and brands that are not that work on the peripherals of, of working with the clubs or events, associations, stuff like that. So you get to meet a lot of different types of brands, um, I've, 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 whether it be design, whether it be for the, for the website, whether it be production, manufacturing, marketing, PR. So my, I suppose my Rolodex, right. as you say, is actually quite quite fat. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've, but like I said, I've been very lucky with that. I've, I've worked across many different brands before. Um, so I, I was very lucky with, with, I had that to start with. It was, it was always a time thing for me. 
it was never so much the connections or even the means to do this. It was always the the time. I never had the time to do this. And yeah, the, 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 the lockdown, it gave me the opportunity. So. And what are we talking about? Are we, is it like six in the morning? Are you kind of the morning guy or the night owl? Or do you have to do both? I do both. <laughs> <laughs> I do both. I'm not so much, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I will sleep in when I get the opportunity. Um, and I, I can wake up and most people always hate me in the mornings because I'm, I smile or I laugh or I joke, but I do the same at night. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I've, I've, I've lived for years sort of on, on two or three hours a night with some clients, some projects. Uh, this one, I do sleep a lot more, <laughs> strangely. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I get up early in the morning. I, I, I wake up. Sometimes I'll tell you what I do is I actually lay in bed and then jump in the night and go, oh, I've got an idea. And I keep a pad by the bed and I start writing it down and I go back to sleep. Nice, that's a good idea. Uh, what's the next step for you now? Mark, uh, how's the reaction been? I've noticed on the site you've got a, a few garments, quite a few garments that have sold out already. So um, what, what do we do well, now? What we've done is we, um, obviously due to some of the problems we spoke about a second ago, um, the, the production and, and the, uh, the delivery side of things has delayed us a little bit. We were due to launch in uh, 1st of April, but we've had to move it back into the, uh, the 10th of May. Uh, but doing so, we already had various things in planning, marketing, PR, um, we've, we've, we're in uh, the new Perfect magazine, which has just come out. Um, we've got uh, Vogue um, articles and Vogue, uh, uh, Bits in Vogue and Fix in uh, GQ coming out next week. Very cool. Uh, but we, so we couldn't move those back. Uh, so what we had to do is we kind of had to decide, well, we have to launch still. So we've launched on a pre-order. Right. Um, and yeah, we launched on a pre-order last Monday. Uh, only on select garments, select ones. Uh, we've got release dates for things like our swimwear, which is a little bit further along, uh, but we have got some pre-order things on, on the website already there. So um, we're just, it's doing well. Like I say, it's a great website, great idea to do the pre-sales as well, because I'm in this kind of same position where I'm trying to get a project launch and uh, it's getting pushed back and pushed back. It's just so crazy to try and tie anything down to a deadline at the minute because we're not living in a sane world at the moment. So trying to put like a sane no, infinite no. amount of time on something that's always moving underneath you is just so hard. Well, it was, it was a, it was a decision we made. I mean, we don't fully expect to sell out. Of course, not. we're a new brand. I mean, pre pre-sales is something you'll see that a lot of high end, like long like brands that have been around for a while that would do. Obviously we're a new high end brand where people have to get to know us, get used to us and get to the point where we, we will have limited items, limited additional items, uh, but like I said, until we are very well known, I don't fully expect us to be hugely popular in the pre-order side of things. But saying that, we have we have been doing quite well, and it's only been a week. Awesome. So. How did you raise the capital to get the brand going? Most people do crowdfunding and Kickstarter. Was that something you considered? Um, not so much on the crowdfunding, no. Um, most of the funding in the beginning came from myself and my one of my business partners. Um, I, brought, I brought him on uh, shortly after I kind of mapped out where I wanted the brand to go, how I saw the brand and so on. And then we, we brought in another uh, shareholder. Uh, so we kind of combined, we combined there. But by that point, we'd already been moving forwards. And that was it, really. I mean, that's how we got going. So it was, again, a, a painless um, process, really. It wasn't, it wasn't that difficult. So, again, hold my hands up. We were quite lucky. Yeah. We've, we've been very lucky with this. We had a lot of support. Awesome. Well, I encourage everybody else to show some support and head over to the website. It's uh, sway.london is where people can go and check out all the garments and get some 
some really good stuff. Like you say, you've got stuff for women on there as well as guys, uh, swimsuits, streetwear, hoodies, and, and, and all sorts going on. And also on the Instagram, people can check you guys out at Sway London. Do you enjoy all the social media stuff? Is that a, is that a fun element of your life? <laughs> we're working on that right now, actually. Because um, obviously we were meant to be launching, we're now we're launching in May. We've kind of moved our social media activity back a little bit. Um, we're going for more of a bigger launch in May. Now is more, I suppose, our soft launch. Um, but yeah, we, we will be doing a lot of social media activity. We have got our social media up now. It's not, it's not, it's not very big at the moment, but it's, it's gathering momentum. Uh, but then our influencers will more likely be starting in the first week of, of May. So. Okay. And how are you? Are you quite hands-on with your own social media or do you think you'll, you'll farm that out? I try my best not to micromanage, but it's very difficult. Uh-huh. So I, I am hands-on with, if I'm honest, with every aspect of the brand. Um, until the brand is, 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 is fully launched uh, and then we've got everyone in, because obviously we haven't got every position filled yet. We're still looking for the right people in certain areas. So I will always be there looking at various things. And social media is one I am looking at as well. So yeah, Awesome. Well, Mark, thanks so much for your time, mate. Great talking to you. Um, my, dog, my dog's just walked into the room. <laughs> I did see the door open. I was thinking, what's going on? The girlfriend's <laughs> just come back. But yeah, best of luck with the brand. Looks great. And again, sway.london is a place people can check it out. It will be coming out 10th of May. That's, that's right, 10th of May, yeah. Uh, well, great. Take care of yourself, mate. I hope uh, Arsenal find some uh, winning ways <laughs> for your own sanity and optimism. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's not talk about Arsenal. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very sore subject at the moment. Well, it's important that you have a good eight-game stretch now to show promise for next season. That's what they say, isn't it? You... No, it would be it'd be a good one-game stretch. That, I'll be happy with one game. <laughs> one win. Just one more. Arsenal do tend to finish well at the end of the season, but I just don't see it this season. I mean, we, we looked awful against Liverpool, so... I don't, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not confident, <laughs> not even a little bit. So we'll have to wait and see. Well, this is what I say to my mate who's a West Ham supporter. Now, West Ham are having a good season this season, um, but normally they're kind of just always mid-table mediocrity, aren't they? The, <laughs> this is what I tease them with anyway. I just say, you don't have a journey in your season. You're not going up, you're not going down. You're not, you're not in the running for anything. You're just kind of like sitting there in the middle. I mean, at least Liverpool, I guess Arsenal as well, most seasons are always going for the top four. We've always got a journey. So, uh, you know, this is, this is a bit of a weird season because everything's upside down. But, you know, we'll always have something to fight for, give or take. Well, see, I keep telling everyone I'm going to become a Crawley Town fan. <laughs> Crawley Town is, is not that far from me. It's like 20 minutes drive from here. Mm. 25 minutes drive from me. I mean, arguably, Crystal Palace ain't that far, and nor is Red Hill. But I think anyone at the moment is better than Arsenal. I mean, I've been an Arsenal fan my whole life. All right, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, my, my nan that got me on to become an, uh, an Arsenal fan. And it's every season, it's the same thing. Every transfer window, it's the same thing. Like, I'm always, maybe this is the one. Yeah. This is the one where we're going to sign someone we need, not someone we don't need. Well, Do you know what I mean? So, you'll bounce back, mate. Arsenal, uh, Arsenal are up there. I mean, they've had they've had such a good good time in the last what ten fifteen years with Arsene Wenger, just always being there and thereabouts. So yeah, but that's the thing though is that we haven't won anything in in twelve years or something now. It's like when I say anything, I mean the league. Mm. Um, yes, yes, we're winning the FA Cups and stuff, which is great. Don't get me wrong, but 
it's the league, the league in the Champions League. We ain't in the Champions League or, or we ain't winning the Premier League. Then we we are no longer that team in the top four, top five, whatever. You, you know what I mean, we, we're not there at the moment. Mm. And I don't blame Arteta mm. at all. I think it's the players. It, they're not playing for him or they're, they're just not good enough? I, I just don't. I think a lot of them are capable of playing the way he wants. Right. I think that's the case. They, they, want, they can't play. They don't have the ability of playing the way he wants. Yeah. Some of them do, don't get me wrong. Not all of them. And I love Aubameyang, but the poor guy, I think he just needs to... He ain't getting any better. Right. Do you know what I mean? He's, you can't blame Aubameyang. He's been amazing for us for years. But has he hit his I ceiling? Think, I think they just need to give him a bit of a break, pull him off and bring on Martinelli for a while. Right. Build up Aubameyang's confidence. But you keep putting him on, playing like that, he ain't going to get... He ain't gonna, it's not going to get any better. I'd probably better shoot. I've, I've told the missus that I am doing a work call. She won't believe me. <laughs> she's like, you've just been talking football for the last half <laughs> yeah. no, I'm going to leave here in a minute and she's going to say to me, I thought you had a work yeah, call. I thought that was a work call. <laughs> honestly, honestly, I'll have to play back the tape. Um, Mark, uh, great meeting you. Yes. Um, honestly, love the brand. Best of luck with it and uh, hope to catch up with you when we're all allowed out of our traps. Yeah, mate, definitely. Okay. Thanks a lot, yeah. Take care yourself. Thank you, Mark. Yes, the phoenix, not the eagle. <laughs> As Monkhouse used to say, we all make mistakes. That's why they put rubbers on the end of pencils. But thank you, Mark, for being such a good sport. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Men's Wear Style Podcast. If you like what you hear, why not leave us a review? It does help my ego. Don't forget to check out the show notes for this episode and all content pertaining to fashion, watches, grooming and lifestyle over at www menswearstyle.co.uk and we're on the social as well at menswearstyle if you want to be a guest on the show maybe tell us about your brand your journey you can email us here at info at menswearstyle.co.uk okay until next time <laughs>